Hey, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the Ladies Promoting Transparent Advocacy Podcast. I am your podcast host, Shay Pate. It is still Black History Month, and I want to talk about a young lady who is from my hometown of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I did not know about her until, unfortunately, I had to go home uh, last week to bury my sister, and I heard Whammo, the uh, urban radio station in Pittsburgh, talking about Pittsburgh's own. So, I want to first, before I talk about her, let you all hear an interview that she is speaking about herself. And the person I'm talking about, her name is Dr. Tyra Good. You know, as I talk about Dr. Uh, Tyra Good. There's just so many similarities of her background that I love. Anybody know my background, know um, all the things I love or a member of, support and promote, such as Alpha Kappa Alpha, a.k.a.'s Pink and Green, and Duquesne University always was a dream school uh, if I had to stay in Pittsburgh, which is where I'm from. Howard University, I remember before I decided if I was going to go to Howard or Fisk, that I would um, hang out at Howard, and D.C. is like an old stomping ground to me anyway, and so with that being said, this woman is a part of all the things that um, I hold dear to my heart, so I'm even more excited to talk about Dr. Tyra Good, and she has the nickname of um, Good in the Hood. And when I did research on her, I found so many different things. And uh, two of the articles that I want to read, I'm just going to read them straight out, which I normally don't do, but it's they may overlap a little bit, but they're just so interesting. And her profile picture on both of these articles was the exact same picture. So I'm guessing these are both um, intertwined with each other. Um, the one thing I found out about this amazing person is that her love um, for education is so amazing and it's very, very um, heartfelt when she talks about it. And as a native Pittsburgh myself and a person that if you know me, I'm a student at all times, um, I'm so excited to talk about this amazing woman. So today we are going to do Black History Month, Wonderful Women Wednesday, because this is a wonderful woman and, woman, and it's Wednesday. And I'm just read a lot um, about her. And I actually found three interviews I want to play, which I normally don't do, but I want you to hear in her own voice. Um, she even starts at the lower level of young children. I found a YouTube um, video where she reads a book entitled I Am Enough by Grace Byers. Um, and it's, it's on YouTube under Stories with Sisters. So, you know what? Before I even read anything about her, now that I'm reading this, let's just go on and let you guys listen to what Dr. Tyra Good as she is reading. And you can catch this on YouTube. I always list my sources. She is reading a book, and the illustration is amazing to see African-Americans in the book format. It's called I Am Enough by Grace Byers, and it's under Stories with Sisters. So check this out. And this is Dr. Tyra Good reading the book. 
Hello, it's so exciting to have the opportunity to be here with you and to share a short story. I am Dr. Tyra Good. I'm a university professor and a deeper learning equity fellow with Big Picture Learning and Internationals Network, in which I work with current and future teachers so that when they have beautiful, bright young minds such as yourself in their classroom, they are able to create classroom environments that is welcoming, full of love and joy and affirming to you to ensure that as you think about your heart's desires, your dreams, your future goals, your aspirations, that you are well equipped and prepared to go after all that you imagine. So with that, I am going to read a book by Grace Byers, and it is called I Am Enough Because You Are Enough. It is illustrated by Katora Bolo. Here we go. Like the sun, I am here to shine. Like the voice, I am here to sing. Like the birds, I am here to fly and soar high over everything. Like the trees, I am here to grow. Like the mountains, here to stand. Like time, I am here to be and be everything I can. Like the champ, I am here to fight. Like the heart, I am here to love. Like the ladder, here to climb. And like the air, to rise above. Like the wind, I am here to push like a rope. I am here to pull. Like the rain, I am here to pour and drip and fall until I'm full. Like the moon, I am here to dream. Like the student, here to learn. Like the water, here to swell. Like the fire, here to burn. Like the winner, I'm here to win. And if I don't, get up again. I know that I may sometimes cry, but even then, I am here to try. I'm not meant to be like you. You are not meant to be like me. Sometimes we will get along, and sometimes we will disagree. I know that we don't look the same. Our skin, our eyes, our hair, our frame. But that does not dictate our worth. We both have places here on earth, and in the end, we are right here to live a life of love and not fear. To help each other when it's tough and to stay together, I am enough. So I hope that you enjoy the reading of this book, and remember that like the sun, you are here to shine. So continue to be amazing. Thank you. Now that was Dr. Tyra Good reading on YouTube. It's called Stories with Sisters. Excuse me. And that book was called I Am Enough by Grace Byers. And if you go on YouTube, it's a BP learning, big picture learning is what it stands for. You can find it. And on my sources, I will share the link so you can go right to it. But she's such a big educator. Um, she's an advocate for education. And when I saw this under the children's books, this is a 
book that's teaching children how they can get along in spite of um, what they look like and their differences and that the African-American children realize that they are enough because those who know um, being African-American or having friends that are it's pretty tough in this world right now just because of your skin tone. And with this being Black History Month, I wanted to um, illustrate something positive. And that was, as I said, Dr. Tara Good reading as part of the Stories with Sisters. And that book was entitled I Am Enough. I found it on YouTube and it premiered on March 31st, 2021. So let's talk about Dr. Good. Now, these two articles, I found them back to back, and they both seem very related in time. So what I decided to do is read them both. It's a little confusing because it talks about different positions, but I'm going to read them both because they're recent. And that recording you just heard was for the Big Picture logo. So I want to read their uh, article first, and it's when she was... um. At Chatham University, it says Dr. Good is an assistant professor of practice in education at Chatham University, where she also serves as liaison to establishing culturally sustaining school and university partnerships. She is the founder and chief academic consultant for Good, that's all capitals letters, G-O-O-D, Knowledge Connections, LLC. She is also the founder of the Black Educators Network of Greater Pittsburgh, which is a collective voice of K-12 higher education and community educators strategically working across school districts and community lines to support each other while ensuring the academic and personal success of African-American youth from underserved communities. Now, let me stop with that because here's ironic of this. I keep saying how I feel so connected to this woman just because of all my love and interest in, of course, AKA's Howard University in Duquesne, but being a Pittsburgher and a mentor myself, because she is also an inspiring mentor, I'm getting ready to um, do hopefully something amazing in the city of Pittsburgh for my um, alma mater, Westinghouse High School, and I'm going to put it out there for our mentoring program. And the more I read about Dr. Good, the more she's inspiring me. So, you know, I like to read my stuff live so I can have natural reactions and responses, which is what I'm doing right now. And when I heard her on Pittsburgh Station WAMO, I was like, oh, she this sounds like somebody I want to really learn about just for myself. But the more I read about this amazing woman, the more inspired I am and want to just share even more about her. So let me go on and finish reading this article that I found under Deeper Learning Equity Fellowship. OK, and this goes on to say that Dr. Good has received a a mirage of award recognitions for her dedication and service to developing and strengthening school, family, and community partnerships, some of which include, let's talk about it, give her flowers, 2018 Education Missions Award, Circle of Courage Awards, 2018 Excellence in Education Classic Events, 2017 Faculty Technology Fellow, Chatham University, 2017 Student Organization Advisor of the Year, 
Black Student Union, Chatham University, 2016 Minority Achievers Award, Talk Magazine, 2016 Fab 40, New Pittsburgh Courier, 2016 Robinson Award for Educational Excellence, Manchester Youth Development Center, 2014 Emerging Leader, National Black MBA Association, Pittsburgh Chapter, 2012 After School Champion, Pennsylvania Statewide After School Youth Development Network, and 20, 2009 40 Under 40 Pittsburgh Magazine and Pittsburgh Urban Magnet Project. Dr. Good was a national fellow with the Center for Innovation and Excellence, which works to create a dynamic community of scholars and researchers to promote authentic youth engagement. Dr. Good serves on the boards of Manchester Academic Charter School, N Nazareth Prep, Advancing Youth, excuse me, Young Adults, and former co-chair of the Community Schools Committee for the Buell Foundation, one, <clears throat> excuse me, Foundation's One Northside Initiative. She is a member of <laughs> Alpha, Alpha, Alpha Sorority Incorporated, and Dr. Good graduated with a bachelor's degree in business management from Howard University, a master's of arts in teaching degree from Chatham University, and a doctorate deg degree in educational leadership and evaluation from Duquesne University. All those schools I respect very, very much. And that's coming from me. I'm not reading that. I'm actually saying that. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, this article I found in the College of Our Ladies of the Elm, which I never heard of, but doing research, you learn new things. And it says that the College of Our Lady of the Elms announced the appointment of Tyra Good, uh, EDD, and Doctor Education, from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Go Pittsburgh, go Pittsburgh. Sorry, y'all, I'm from there. I got to say that. Anyway, as the college's first faculty director of the Center for Equity in Urban Education. Now, here's the quote. I am pleased that Dr. Good, a nationally recognized educator, has joined Elms College to become our first full-time faculty director of the Center for Equity in Urban Education, says Elms College professor. President Harry E. Dumay, PhD, MBA. He goes on to quote, in her work experience, she has addressed the persistent issue of learning gaps among students from various socioeconomic race and ethnic groups in the Pittsburgh area. And I look forward to working with her to decrease the achievement gap here in Western Massachusetts. In this new position, Good is responsible for the strategic, excuse me, strategic oversight and management of the college's efforts to address this issue. Now, the Center for Equity in Urban Education was launched in September 2019 to increase the number of diversity, excuse me, the number and diversity of qualified teachers in the Chicopee. Hoyoke and Springfield school systems. This is in Massachusetts, everybody. In these school systems, the racial and ethnic composition of teachers is not representative of the students. This area also experiences a, excuse me, an 800 teacher annual gap across K through 12 schools, especially in specific roles such as special education. English language learners in STEM, which stands for science, technology, engineering, and math. 
through a partnership with philanthropists, school districts, and charter school networks, and with a reimagined curriculum, Elms College and Dr. Good aim to increase the pipeline of teachers, including teachers of color, who are culturally prepared to inspire the students whom they teach. Quote, I am elated to, to be leading the excuse me, Center for Equity in Urban Education, known as CEUE. I'll just say that so you'll know what I mean, what I'm talking about. With students, staff, faculty, school leaders, foundations, and community members who are also committed to creating educational equity and justice, says Good. Through culturally responsive coursework and excuse me, experiential learning experiences, a graduate of the Center of Equity in Urban Education will have expertise in both content and culturally knowledge to teach and lead in an urban setting, as well as within rural and suburban settings. Good has more than 10 years of experience teaching education, and most recently she was assistant professor, as I had mentioned, previously to this article. She, so this uh, um, supersedes the article. So I kind of read them in order because this talks about that. It says, Good has more than 10 years of experience teaching education. And most recently, she was assistant professor of practice and education at Chatham University in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Okay, so that was before she got this position. And it goes on to say, Good is the founder and chief academic consultant of Good Knowledge Connections and the founder of the Black Educators Network, known as BEM Ben of Greater Pittsburgh, which these were also read in the previous article. The Ben is a strategic team of K-12 through higher education and community educators working across school districts and community lines to help ensure the academic personal success of African-American youth from underserved communities. Now, ironically, this whole paragraph is redundant, but it's so important. I felt even though it was redundant in two different articles, it was very important for me to stress what the existence of this network is. For her dedication and commitment to diversifying the teaching pipeline and preparing pre-service teachers to work in urban settings, Good has received, as I told you, many awards. Now, one of the things that I do want to talk about is that she did a interview for Elm, and she's talking about growing up in Pittsburgh. And she grew up a little after me, but when she was talking about her experience of wanting to be educated, I really got it. So what I want to do is there's two and more interviews I want you to listen to. This one is only three minutes, and the other one is a lot longer about building bridges. But I want you to listen to the uh, article, um, excuse me, a interview she did. And this is all through M College. And as I mentioned, I will definitely list the source so you can hear what she's talking about. But check out Dr. Good talking about growing up in Pittsburgh and education and how the education affected what she's doing right now. I grew up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania in the 90s, and at that time, my community was immersed in gang violence and other illegal activities. To mentally escape my current reality, I gravitated towards school and books. My parents always told me that education was the key to having a successful life, and that education could help to provide a different reality for myself, 
my family, and others in my community. They always encouraged me to give back. I was educated in the public school system and had always received high honors in my scholars classes and participated in academic clubs. However, I scored less than 800 on the SAT test all three times of taking it. I thought there was no way that I should have made high honor every report period and received that low of a grade on the SAT test. I began to wonder what factors contributed to my low standardized test scores. Were the tests culturally biased? Were there other factors affecting the academic success of my African-American peers as well? I was always told that I was smart and I did exceptionally well in school, so something just didn't add up. I began to realize that there was a huge gap between what was being taught in K-12 public school systems and what the real world expected you to know. Nonetheless, I graduated number four in my high school graduating class and went on to pursue my undergraduate studies at a historically black institution. In undergrad, I had to take a remedial reading and writing course along with my freshman English 101 course. I felt like I was lost in a crowd and surrounded by the real intelligent people. I began to doubt myself and feel inadequate to the other students. I became angry, angry at my teachers for passing me, angry at the public school system for failing to educate me. In actuality, the scholars classes that I had taken in high school should have been mainstream classes. I felt cheated. And what about the students in the mainstream classes? They were even more left behind. This experience instilled in me a passion for education, particularly in educating African-American youth from underserved communities. When examining the state of black education, we must look deeper than what is on the surface. Poor attendance, low grades, low standardized test scores, and unsatisfactory behavior. In order to really address and conquer the problem, Educators must look at the factors contributing to these issues and examine the cultural disconnection between schools and culturally and linguistically diverse student body populations. Now that was an equity story by Dr. Tara Good from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And I found that in the SoundCloud and I thought it was very interesting for people to hear that in her own words. You know, I like to find things about people in their own words. And that story for two minutes and 49 seconds is a lot of people's story. And this is something that we need to address about equity. Now, before I go, I want to play another interview that these two ladies, and they never really said their names, but it was from Building Bridges. And um, on YouTube, they interviewed her about building bridges. And I want you to hear this whole interview. It's very amazing. And I wish these women um, really said who they were, because I really don't know who they are. But check out the interview. Yes. Hello, everyone. My name is Dr. Tyra Good, and I am the executive director for the Center for Equity in Urban Education at Elms College in Western Mass. And so through um, the program is a new program, and the, the full aim of the program is to diversify the teaching pipeline. So to get more African-American and Latinx educators um, in the classroom being certified 
And so that is the, the focus of the program um, in my role at Elm. And I'm also um, an associate professor of education in the education department. And I teach through an anti-racist social justice lens. That's incredible. And we are so excited to have you at Building Bridges. You have an amazing session planned for us. Will you tell us a little bit about that session? Oh, absolutely. So I am a part of to be, um, excited to be a part of the conference. And I would say for the onset, the title of the Building Bridges really captured me because that is the type of person who I am. And so the title of my session is the journey to becoming a good educator, preparing culturally responsive early childhood educators. And within that session, I will center a lot of the work that I do um, in my teacher education courses about um, how I prepare pre-service or even current um, educators to be more culturally responsive in their, in their practice. So, and it's not just me. Along with me, when we talk about bridging the gap, um, or building um, bridges, it will also be um, three students that I, I'm going to have with me. The first student um, is actually my current student. His name is Shaquille Stanley, and he works with Springfield Public Schools, and he is um, working within the Early Childhood Care Center. The other person I have with me um, that will be co-presenting is Michael White. Michael White is um, a former student of mine that went through one of my programs. Um, and, and Michael was the director of an early child care center in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And so he's going to be sharing his experience. And the other person that's going to be joining um, is LaMarcus Hall. And LaMarcus is one of my mentees. Um, just as Michael um, is, LaMarcus is working on his doctoral program. And he was also um, a director of a child care service. And so I think one of the things when I thought about um, presenting a part of the conference that would do something that would make it stand out for us was to have the voices of African-American educators, but to center the voices of African-American males. And so when we think about just education, when we think about, I would say, early child um elementary education, there's not a lot of males within that. Then when we get to early child care, um, there, it, it, the number goes down. And then to have three black males who was working um, as directors or assistant directors within that area, I thought that it would be good to really share about their experiences, um, their communication, different things that they have with the community and also with the parents, and to share some best practices with their colleagues. That's amazing. What what do you hope for people coming to your session um, that they'll kind of walk away with or, or, you know, think differently about? Wow. I mean, I think one of the things as we talk about culturally responsive teaching, when we talk about educating black and brown educators, to know that, yeah, right now there is a shortage, but there is a change coming. And to really be give them that place and space to share their knowledge and their experience. And I think another thing too is as um, organizations, school districts say that they want black and brown educators, are you prepared to receive them in your space? And so along with you know their journey of how they came to the various positions that they're in, they're also going to share some of those struggles and challenges that as you know the participants are, are you all are listening in 
you can take some things back to your organization, to your childcare um, program in regards to looking at now um, staff development, marketing, um, grant funding, um, interaction with parents because they're going to share some of the um, some of their experience that all the time wasn't very welcoming for them. And so um, you talked a little bit about sharing best practices. Is that too about creating that environment that you say makes space and listens to voices? Definitely. Um, it is going to be about creating that environment. So one, you know, that, that focus on recruitment and retention, but that retention, you know, is that creating that environment. So are you providing that space? that is going to keep someone there, that is also going to value them and to, and, and to see them in their full worth and capacity too, as well. And to see them um, being in different leadership roles so they can um, move up. So um, most of our participants are gonna be educators and many might feel like this, you know, this is advice they might take back to their centers so they feel um, that space is being made for them or their colleagues and friends. Um, what would you say to an educator thinking about signing up for this session, but might be a little worried about, you know, causing ripples or making waves in a sense? Right. I would say definitely sign up. Um, you're going to hear a lot of good points that we're going to share, but also too, um, in regards to the hesitation about making ripples, um, as you begin to talk about anti-racism, as you begin to talk about culturally responsive teaching and pedagogy, those are different things that if you're talking about them and you feel like completely comfortable, then you're not talking about them deep enough um, on the level that needs to be systemic enough to make change. And so we'll be able to walk through some of those things, but on the onset, that's what I would say, we get, need to get to that place where, you know, we all learn different things and what is the process of learning, unlearning, to relearn, to make sure that you're providing a place that is truly um, a diversity and um, being very inclusive um, in your practice and policies and not just, you know, in the mission statement or, you know, just words that you say. And so we're going to share things that can help you move forward on your journey to becoming that good educator to be able to stand up when you go back to your school districts, when you go back to your early child care centers, when you go back even to um, university places, um, of higher ed or community-based organizations that, you know, you may not have the end all or be all, like I left this session, this is everything, but we're gonna at least start you on your journey and wherever you're at, we're gonna meet you where you are and grow you from there. Now, that was an interview I just happened to find on YouTube, and it was done by Building Bridges. It's called Building Bridges Interview with presenter Dr. Tyra Good, hashtag G-O-O-D educator, and good is in all capital letters, and so is the first E in educator. So check that out, and I will put the YouTube link under my sources so you can physically see the interview but this woman is amazing she is definitely about trying to do whatever she can in her power to share the importance of education the um the, as i mentioned the title of this is building it's a building bridges interview with presenter 
Dr. Tara Good, and it's called The Journey to Becoming a Hashtag Good Educator, Reflections of Preparing Teachers to Becoming Culturally Responsive, Early Childhood Educators. And this woman is a mentor of inspiration. And this uh, interview was done on March 17th of 2021. So it's pretty current. And I think this is just one more layer of how Dr. Tyra Good is doing great things. And with the nickname of Dr. Good in the hood, you see why she's definitely being celebrated. Before I close out, I do want to promote Dr. Good's book, which is entitled Ignite the Hunger in You. So check that out. Now, I know that was a lot of information for you all to hear, but when I find people doing interviews, I like to let you listen to their own voices. And one of the things that in the African-American community that I'm learning more and more, especially currently doing some mentoring at my old school, um, is that there's a lot of things missing in the schools where they're predominantly African-American and in um what they would call urban or low-income communities. And it's not by choice. It's by resources and lack of educators caring enough for one. And equality, equality in the books that are given, the uh, equipment that is given. So I can totally relate to everything she's doing and saying. And I hope that, you know, anyone that's an educator listening to this episode Did you rethink it? And I mean, educators of all races, you know, because the educators are the ones I tell people, I don't care what you do for a living. Somebody has to teach you. Even if you learn quickly on your own, there's a teacher or educator making sure that you get it. And I always was an advocate for educators because, as I mentioned, no matter what you do, somebody has to teach you. And I think they should be way, way, way paid, way, way, way more than they are. So, Dr. Tyra Good, thank you. And as a uh, Black History Week Wonderful Women Wednesday, we salute you and celebrate you. And I hope that this episode was inspiring for anyone who is considering going into the uh, field of educator. So, um, as I mentioned, I'm not going to do any music in this episode, in these episodes for Black History Month. So I'm just going to close it out. And I'm going to ask that you listen to our podcast on all of the podcast apps. We are on Apple, iTunes, Google Play, Pandora, Spotify, Alexis, iTunes, and my hosting podcast app, which is Podbean. Please, excuse me, please follow us on Twitter at Advocacy Ladies. That's capital A as in Advocacy, capital L as in Ladies. And we are also on Instagram, also at Advocacy Ladies. And, you know, I always say if you have any questions, subjects that you want us to address, uh, definitely send us an email at podcasthostshaypate19 at gmail.com. And you know you can always give us a call at 404-855-7723. And you know I like to end all my episodes with the question, what do you have to say? Thank you for listening. <laughs>